Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are going to an epic location. It is considered the most haunted nightclub in America. Do you know where we're heading? I have a really good idea based on what you just said. Demons galore oh. at this place. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know exactly where we're headed. Yeah, we are going to a really haunted, very scary location today, and we have some pretty major announcements. This is your haunted holiday at Bobby Mackey's Music World in Wilder, Kentucky. Before we get started, I do want to give a special shout out to Ben, who is our latest Patreon. Like Ben, we thank all of our patrons because you really have made a huge difference in us, you know, keeping this show going for as long as we've been doing it. Uh, we, we so appreciate you. You've really contributed a lot. And all of our listeners, we thank you so much. I mean, it's it's just fun to do this. It really is a blast, Lindsay, and I cannot thank our listeners enough. But with that, we do have an announcement to make, everybody. This is actually going to be our second to last episode. At least for now, we're going on a bit of a hiatus. Life has gotten busy for both myself and Lindsay. And it's sad because I do look forward to doing this. And I've had so much fun researching all of these great locations, but it's just... I don't we don't have the time right now in order yeah. to keep it up on a, at least a weekly basis. We we will I I will say we are planning on on continuing to update you on our haunted travels on our Facebook page. So if you're interested in keeping up with that, we actually have a haunted vacation booked. We might do a, a random episode here and there as we go places and want to update our listeners on things that we've done. But keep an eye out on our Facebook page because we're going to continue to provide updates there. And we may put out an episode here or there. It just won't be on the weekly basis that you all are used to. Yeah, life has just gotten busy. If you notice last week, we didn't release an episode because we just unfortunately were so busy. We, we just couldn't do it. So it was an eye opener for us. I think we've realized that, you know, for now, I think we put it on pause. Who knows? You never we might come back. We're going to release this episode and one more next week. And then as well as an April Patreon episode, I want to make sure all of our patrons get a really good final Patreon episode, which we'll be releasing very soon for the month of April. So be on the lookout. But Lisa, it has really been a blast. We so appreciate all of our listeners. I hate to give the bad news because it really has been a fun kind of side hobby that we've been doing. But, uh, you yeah. know, you never know. We might be back. We might be back and the haunted travels will never stop. Just because the podcast isn't continuing doesn't mean we're not going to continue to go to haunted places. I think in just a couple weeks, we're staying in some haunted room where we're staying in like a vortex room or something. I don't even know what it's going to be. It's going to be weird. We'll make sure to update all of our listeners. But this is not the last episode. You will have one more next week. And we just love that we have so many people that listen that we don't even know. It's, you know, it's amazing. Um, so thank you all so much for supporting the show. And with that, 
let's get into Bobby Mackey's. This is an episode that I've been wanting to do for since we started the show, but I also didn't want to do all of the really good locations up front. And so this one's kind of been put on the back burner. And now because we're kind of reaching the end of our podcasting journey, we're moving it up to the front of the line. And this one's going to be a fun episode because, I mean, like I said, there's demons and music and wells where gross stuff has happened in the past and maybe some rituals. So we got it all at this spot. Bobby Mackey's does have it all. I know that, you know, our friends over at Hillbilly Horror Stories, Jerry and Tracy have been there. I've seen that they've held events there. And then I've watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode on this. So I'm semi-familiar with some of the stuff that goes on. So I'm, I'm curious on all of your information that you're going to give us and, and your, your hot takes here. Oh, yeah. There's just all kinds of activities at this location. So this place started out at about the creepiest way it could. In 1850, there was a building put here. Not the same one that stands there today, but at the time, its purpose was a slaughterhouse. Oh, that's ominous. It ominous is ominous. right there. I mean, lots of death, not of humans, but still. Right, exactly. They're killing animals there. I mean, personally, I eat animals. I'm not a, a vegetarian, but... You know, I mean, that is the stuff of horror films, you know. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is kind of what I'm thinking about. But also, like, back in the 1850s, they didn't really have, like, the best practices for doing this kind of stuff. There was a well in the basement of this slaughterhouse that was used to dump the blood and guts and waste of these animals. Oh, awful. See, I don't know. I don't remember all these little details like that. I, I did not remember about the, the blood and the guts going through the well. I mean, but I know the well is definitely haunted. Oh, it's definitely haunted. So the well is a big piece of this story. Now, here is what I'm going to preface the rest of this with. We do know it was a slaughterhouse. There are certain things that I know did happen. However, a lot of the stuff that happened is really more legend. And I'm getting ready to get into some of that legend folklore stuff that I think may be honestly like a little overblown over the years. You know, storytelling when we get into things like satanic cults and stuff like that. So after the slaughterhouse closed in the 1890s, they say that there was a satanic cult that was kind of living in the area and a lot of the rituals that they would do were centered around this well that was in the basement of the slaughterhouse building. They would sacrifice animals and supposedly humans and put their bodies in this well. Did this really happen? Maybe. Did this is this all just rumor and people, you know, overblowing a situation? In my opinion, probably. What year is it that they thought people were making human sacrifices down there? In the 1890s and okay. beyond, into the early 1900s. Got it. I was thinking, wouldn't it be you know interesting if it was in the 1990s? Because you know that whole craze about you know Satan worship, and so I mean that stuff has been going on for years, where people think this stuff is going on, but it may or may not really be right. Kind of the satanic panic 
Yes, that's exactly in the 90s, right? That's exactly what I was, was going to say. It was maybe a satanic panic going on. However, there really was a, a victim of somebody who was living in the area of, of this that was found. It wasn't necessarily related to satanic cults, but it is a very sad story. There was a woman named Pearl Bryan, and she was unmarried. She had a boyfriend, and she became pregnant. This is in the um, late 1890s. And very taboo for somebody who is not married to get pregnant. And, of course, they are panicked. They're trying to figure out how can we cover this up. Her boyfriend contacts a friend who is in dental surgery school named Scott Jackson. And he's asking this guy, hey, you're a dental surgeon. Do you think you could perform an abortion on my girlfriend to get us out of this mess? And he says, sure, why not? Well, he didn't know that supposedly, again, this is another part of the story that I'm not so sure is true, this Jackson guy was participating in some of this satanic cult activity in that area. But anyway, so Pearl goes, she's five months pregnant, she goes to see this guy to have an abortion, and he's there with his roommate named Alonzo Walling, and they proceed to give her different medications and use different dental tools to try to perform this. And over the course of an hour, let's just say it was totally botched. She's still alive. However, she's bleeding. This did not work out, right? Wow. This sounds like a nightmare. Oh, absolutely. Sounds horrible. So... Scott Jackson and his roommate, Alonzo Walling, decide, well, we're not going to fix this. Let's get rid of her. They essentially panic and decide we can't go down for this botched abortion. She is clearly injured here, and they decapitate her with the dental tools. Oh, my God. And this is legend. This is kind of true. This part is kind of true. Okay. So the so the, the murder we know uh, happened. Yes. The murder okay. happened. Okay. It was not on the land of this. Okay. It was in kind of the general vicinity. However, they decapitate her. They um, actually dumped her body about two miles away from where the slaughterhouse stood. And her head is missing to this day. They don't know where it is. This is where the rumor comes in. They think that he may have taken the head to perform some sort of satanic ritual and put the head in the well. But we don't, of course, know that to be fact. I feel like that last part's a stretch, but you never know. You just, you know, sometimes true life is stranger than fiction. You, you just never know. But interesting. Interesting what's legend there and what we know is real. So the murder happened. We don't really know what happened to her head. We don't really know whether or not he was a Satan worshiper. Maybe he was. Who knows? Right. We really don't know. However, they both did get caught. They were able to identify her by the shoes that were on her body. However, they never did find the head. And the two of them were sentenced to death by hanging and this is another legend now this Alonzo Walling apparently as they were putting the noose around his neck exclaimed that he was going to haunt the town forever ooh that's ominous very ominous and disturbing horrible story most of which we know to be fact 
some of the other things, you know, I don't know. That's It's the stuff that gets passed down in towns, you know, over generations that I think sometimes can make things even crazier than they really were when they, we start looping in satanic cults and, and stuff like that. But you, you never know. In the 1920s, the slaughterhouse was finally torn down. I feel like it's about time that building's been up there for 70 years. There's God knows what kind of awful animal guts and stuff in this well, potential satanic cult happenings and sacrifices being thrown down there. And a new building was put in its place where they had a casino and a speakeasy there. Mm -hmm. Now, at the time, there was an owner named Buck Brady, and he was making a lot of money in this speakeasy, in this casino, and there was another person that was going there on a regular basis, a mobster named Red Masterson. And Red Masterson decided he wanted a piece of this pie. He's like, you know what? Buck is making a lot of money at this casino. I'm not sure why I shouldn't be taking a piece of that. It's typical stuff that you see in all of the mob movies, but stuff that I feel like happens when you're dealing with mobsters, right? They want some of that. So they're trying to get that, but Buck is like, absolutely not, right? It turns into a big thing. Eventually, Buck pulls a gun on Red, shoots him. However, the mobster lives, and Buck is charged with attempted murder and was forced to sell the casino. Well, everybody thought, well, he must have left town. We haven't seen him. He must have just, he sold it, moved on until they find his dead body in the basement next to that creepy well. Oh my goodness. And is that true? We know that to be a fact that he was murdered and his body was down there. Mm, You know, I know that he was charged with attempted murder. (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, don't mess with those gangsters, those mobsters. They'll come get you. Yep. Yep, and it sounds like he stood stood up for himself. The, the coroner did rule it as a death by suicide, so it is hard to say, did the mob go after him or did he die by suicide? It's hard to say. Now, the next tragedy that happened here was in the 1950s. There was a new owner of this location. He had a daughter named Joanna, who was apparently very beautiful, and he was very protective over her but he also had ties to some like seedy crime businesses as well well joanna ended up locking eyes with one of the performers it was like a nightclub they would have live musicians come in and falls in love with this musician and ends up getting pregnant well the dad is not very happy about this and he decides to have this musician boyfriend of hers killed the daughter joanna joanna is extremely upset decides to poison her father and then also die by suicide her body supposedly is also found next to this well oh wow and all of that is legend Okay, so there's no factual, absolute proof that these three people are dead. Absolutely Um, not. But but a legend. Okay, fair enough. Who knows? There could be some truth to it. That is wild, though, that this guy decides to go. I mean, murder is just one of those things. It's like, what can possibly drive someone to that? But I watch enough Dateline. This kind of stuff happens. Absolutely. But, I mean, it's rare. Right. But her dad was apparently 
overly protective and also into some crime stuff. You know, he wasn't like an up and up guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was mm-hmm. dealing with shady characters. So if if this person is real, I don't even know what her dad's name is, it would make sense that he would say, you know, you knocked up my daughter. Like, I want this guy out of the picture. Wouldn't be too big of a stretch. But I also really don't know if this happened. But this is the part of the legend of Bobby Mackey's. Now, the next thing that happens in the 1970s, it actually closed after there was several shootings. Apparently, it was a real rowdy place. I mean, we got a slaughterhouse, guts and blood being thrown into this well. We have satanic cults. We have a headless woman whose head may be put in here. Uh, a whole family essentially, you know, killing themselves off. And now just some shootings in this rowdy place. <laughs> some shootings in this rowdy place. Potential death there as well, I'm sure. Yeah, that's interesting. That sounds, I mean, this place is a legendary haunted place. There's a reason for it. Yes. I mean, this, this history is just wild to me. And in 1978, it was finally purchased by Bobby Mackey, a country musician who always had the dream to be able to play live in his own nightclub and have that experience. And this purchase is what fulfilled that dream. Little did he know he was going to be in for an epically haunted location. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So over the years, Lindsay, people that have been working at Bobby Mackey's or customers have experienced a ton of activity there. And not all of it is bad. I know, you know, Bobby Mackey's has that reputation for evil entities, demons. Of course, we're going to talk about that. But not everybody experiences demons at this place. Sometimes it's something simple like a footstep, you know, something getting tossed across a room. You know, that could be a a poltergeist. doesn't have to be a demon to be, you know, throwing something. I don't know, Lisa. I have heard that at Bobby Mackey's, 
demons sometimes follow people home. This is something that I've also heard. So, and that's honestly what freaks me out about this place. So I did read this one blog post where it's a guy who kind of runs some overnight tours here. And he was saying he definitely believes Bobby Mackey's is haunted. However, it's pretty rare to actually run across something evil that's trying to attack you at this location. And he's... However, the people that do run across that typically are provoking it somehow, Mm. is what this person indicated that I ran across. However, I also really enjoy that show, Portals to Hell, with um, Jack Osborne, and they were there doing an investigation. That's the episode that really creeped me out about Bobby Mackey's. Up until that, I would have been like, let's go to Bobby Mackey's. I probably still would go to Bobby Mackey's, but... It was creepy because they have this whole group of people that have worked there or are customers and they're like, who here has experienced something? And out of you, raise your hand if it was something evil or negative. And every single person raised their hand. Ooh, that is so scary. I mean, I don't like the idea of the whole demon thing. Like I've always said, the Sally house, I would be so freaked out at the Sally house. I would be... Bobby Mackey's, it's almost like another level of Sally House. I, I would, I don't want to be followed home. I've been to plenty of haunted places. I have not been followed home as far as I'm aware by anything. Right. And I'm not inviting anything along. Me either. I really don't like the idea of being followed back. I wonder if there's some kind of like something you can put out there in the universe before you leave. Like, <laughs> don't follow me. You're not allowed. Here's some sage or these crystals or something you know to protect you (laughs) if our listeners are aware of anything that you can do that's effective let us know (laughs) go to our website knit contact us yourhauntedholiday.com so i mean a lot of activity here here is one spirit that is not evil uh we talked about joanna the beautiful daughter who um, died by suicide after killing her her father Lots of stuff happening there. But anyway, she was known to wear rose-scented perfume. People say that sometimes they were overwhelmed by the scent of roses when she's around. And one time, Bobby Mackey's wife was working at the bar, saw what looked like a new bartender behind the bar who introduced herself as Joanna and then disappeared. Hmm. That's a cool story. I like that. And Joanna sounds nice, like a friendly ghost. Yes, I think she could be friendly. Some of the other things um, to listen for are footsteps, so you might hear that. That's not uh, that's a pretty typical haunt. That's not necessarily evil. And there's also Pearl, who is apparently seen kind of wandering around looking for her head. Sometimes you can maybe hear her voice, I guess. So that's also not evil, just a ghost that happens to be hanging around the place. Now, let's get into some of the the more evil stuff. So people do say that they are followed. They experience negative things. Somebody said that they've experienced what feels like suffocating heat. Like they're just overwhelmed with like the feeling of heat, which I, I feel like could be like a medical condition. Yeah, Menopause that's true. Or something, you know. That hormones. could be. I mean, if it's just one person, you know, you got to not discounting it who knows it could be paranormal but you know i'm trying to look for other explanations 
Yes. Now, there was also the sighting of a man with a handlebar mustache that was apparently yelling at somebody, die game, die game, which they say, so I didn't look this up to verify, in Latin means dying well. Ooh. Like that well is death. Yeah. That well is death. They say that they think that well is like maybe like the portal to hell because so many rituals were supposedly done there and they also say even as a slaughterhouse when they were putting like the organs and stuff in there it could have been like unintentional animal sacrifice that was stirring up some sort of demonic entity who knows i don't i think it's a little bit of a stretch but you know it is a well you know they talk about these portals you know that that could occur and they're sounds like lots of people have had negative experiences with the spirits there so who knows could be it absolutely could be now the other person that experienced something so i talked about bobby mackey's wife experiencing joanna behind the bar she also at one point was there when she was pregnant and she says that she felt the arms of somebody reach around her stomach she assumed it was her husband turn around nobody was there proceeded to get lifted off the ground and thrown down the stairs <gasps> while something was yelling, get out at her. Oh my God. That is terrifying. That sounds like demon type of energy right there. Absolutely. And there's also two deaths at, around this property around pregnancies. Ooh. And so I want that that may have triggered something. Right. Like maybe it's not a demon. I mean, I say demon energy because number one, it's negative. Number two, it's powerful enough to pick someone up and throw them. But who knows? It doesn't mean it is a demon. I mean, I could be way off here. It could just be an upset spirit that happens to be fairly powerful and able to to do that kind of thing. I don't know. That's That's a lot more than what we typically hear about any sort of spirit being able to do. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it's probably a demon, especially considering, so there used to be a caretaker that lived here in kind of like the upstairs area, and they claimed that they were possessed, and they had a local minister actually complete an exorcism on this guy because he was convinced that there were several demons here, and they were possessing him and impacting him in a negative way. Demonic possession is like one of the scariest things that could ever happen. Like to me, I don't know what it is, but that idea is terrifying to me. Like I watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose and that movie scarred me for like months. I couldn't sleep for the longest time. You know what? I, I don't even know if that stuff really happens, but like it's the idea of it is just super scary. I'm going to hedge my bets. You know what I mean? I'm going to not mess with it as much as possible just in case it's a real thing because I also don't want to mess with it. Watching the movie The Exorcist as well as The Exorcism of Emily Rose scares me. Any movie around the devil trying to like possess somebody or some demon, I don't watch. It really freaks me out. I'll talk about it on this show, <laughs> but I don't want to watch any kind of visual of it.
So, Lindsay, this place, this is Bobby Mackey's. It really blew up after Ghost Adventures went there several years ago. And it, now, it, I think more than anything, it is not known as a nightclub. It is known as a haunted location. Although it still functions as a nightclub, you can still go there, get some drinks from the bar, and hang out and listen to some tunes on the jukebox if you would like to. Now... That being said, they are known for being haunted and they embrace their ghosts. So there is a haunted tour that they offer here. And the first one that they offer is a two hour tour and it's gonna give you history for each of the floors. It's gonna take you on the three different floors, including the basement with that creepy AF well where all those dead bodies seem to be piling up. And you get to even do a little bit of an investigation at each of these little sites. It's gonna be like a short investigation. So they actually encourage you, bring any small equipment that you have. If you have an EMF detector or something like that that you would like to use, bring it along. That's great. I love that they embrace it. You know, it makes a whole lot of sense. Why not? You know, if that's gonna draw people there because they wanna go to a super haunted place, even better. Yes, they absolutely do. And these tours, typically most of the year in the winter months, it's a little bit different. So make sure you double check their website. But most of the year, it is Sunday through Thursday, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., or 9 p.m. So they have several different options. You can reserve it on their website. But it does look like they take cash only to to pay when you actually get there. And it's actually really reasonable for a two-hour tour. It's $35 per person. However, if you have a group of four people or more that are going, you only pay $25 a person. You get a $10 discount on each of those tickets. That is really a great deal. Considering how notorious this place is, I think it's absolutely worth it. Yes. I wonder why it's so inexpensive. I feel like they could charge more, but maybe it's just because of the vicinity of this place and where it's at. I mean, it's not really like a a big town, you know, it's in a kind of a small community. It could be. Yeah. I mean that, and maybe they want to make it accessible, you know, for as many people as possible. I mean, $35 isn't just nothing either, you know, but we've seen a varying scale you know, of, of some of these things, right? You know, different locations. So that seems pretty reasonable to me. Yes, I agree. They also have a private option. So if you want to go on a private investigation there, that's five hours long. They're going to give you a short tour, let you know kind of what you want to look for in the different rooms if you want. And then it's really just up to you to investigate and, and do whatever you want there. Bring your equipment. They encourage that for five hours up to 12 people is $600. Oh my goodness. Okay. I mean, this is going to sound crazy folks, but I actually don't think that's a terrible deal. Like you could split that cost if you could get a full group um, and only pay like what, 50 bucks a piece. If you fill it up with 12 people, that is very reasonable for a five hour tour. I think it's a great, great deal for just a super haunted place. I would love to, well, I say I'd love to go do that, but I am concerned about the demons um, and I don't want to be followed home by anything. Yes, I agree. I think if you can get 12 people in there, that's a fantastic deal. I would love to do that. Maybe one of these days we'll have to 
head that way. I, you know, I don't even know when we're going to be in Kentucky next time, but I'll be driving through there this summer. Oh, I wonder if you're going to be close by here. I don't know. That's a good question. You can meet me halfway. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, this is one of those places that if you're in the area, you gotta go. I would, I would be terrified, but I would, of course, go because it's Bobby Mackey's. You kind of have to do it. And like that one guy said that I, I was talking about that blog, like, just don't provoke anything. Be nice. They'll probably be nice back to you. Although Jack Osborne on that episode of Portals to Hell, like, I feel like they were messing with him and, uh, and he wasn't being mean to the spirits. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't know. Demons are going to be demons if that's what's there. Well, I know we covered a little bit of Bobby Mackey's today. I know there are so many other stories that people have. It is just such a cool, old, haunted place. And what's better? I mean, it's like a nightclub situation. You can go get a drink, sit down, have a drink, check the place out, enjoy it. Maybe go on a ghost hunt if you want. I don't know. We may have to make a pit stop at Bobby Mackey's. All right. Well, next week, I can tell you, we have been kind of saving a really haunted, scary place that we've wanted to do for a while. We figured, hey, since next week is going to be our last episode, we'll make sure to do an extra scary, notorious place for that one as well. I want to thank everyone for listening. It means so much to hear from you, all of that good stuff. Go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com, and hit contact us. Um, send us an email. It could be anything. You know, Maybe a recommendation if we do future episodes. We still have a long list that we never did get a chance to get to all of them. But you know, even if you have an interesting you know, story you want to share with us, all of the above is great. We love hearing from you. All right, everyone, have a great week. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.